Hey guys, and welcome to where the White Coats Come Off podcast. We are so happy you are here and to connect with you and help you on your journey to getting into PA school, getting through PA school, and having an epic career as a PA. Before we get started on today's episode, we want to drop in and help you with something that you are likely really struggling with getting shadowing hours. We hear all the time how difficult it is to get PA shadowing hours for program prereqs and to make your PA school application stand out. So we want you to know about our Pacers monthly membership. We have put together not only coaching intensive with us to make a specific part of your app more competitive, but weekly virtual PA shadowing hours with incredible PAs that you can put on your CASPA app so that you are a stronger candidate. We also have guest speakers, important topics to review as a pre-PA like medical terminology and anatomy physiology so that you are ready to rock out your first semester, coaching sessions and templates, and of course, shadowing hours. So get in and start making your applications stronger today. You can find the link in the show notes. Now on to today's episode. So if you've ever talked to anybody about PA school, you probably have an understanding of how hard it really is, right? They use the analogy all the time that it's like drinking from a fire hose, right? So it's not that the material is too hard to learn. You guys are all really, really smart. You've got bachelor's degree. You know how to study. You know how to do these things. But it's just that it comes at such a fast pace that you have to be incredibly efficient with your learning. If you had enough time, yes, you could learn it easily. But when it's just piled top of each other class after class after class you're in class for eight hours a day and then you're supposed to study five six hours at night etc it can get really really stressful because you always feel like you're behind you always feel like you don't have enough time to study and that's the number one thing that we hear from PA students it's not that it's too hard for them it's just that it's so much material they don't even know where to start or they only get halfway through a lecture or halfway through the book etc and they just don't have enough time to read or enough time to take notes etc and so if you've been accepted into PA school or you're planning on going to PA school soon, this is something that you're really going to have to think about. I want you to think about how you learn best, how you learn most efficiently. And this is going to be really important because a lot of times we have students first, second week of PA school, they'll sit in our office and they'll say, this is so hard. You know, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. I don't know if I'm learning the material correctly. I don't know. And when we ask them, like, what did you do in undergrad to study? And basically we get the same answer all the time. I didn't really have to study a lot. Maybe I had to read over the lecture PowerPoints once, or maybe I had to listen to the lecture a second time, but it wasn't really super hard. I didn't have to put a lot of time and effort into it. And what it boils down to is students don't know how they learn best. Right now we can all learn from different modalities, right? And there are some benefits to learning from different modalities, right? Auditory, kinesthetic, visual, etc. But we all have a way that we learn best. It's not that you can't learn the other ways. It's just that this way is way more efficient for you. And if you don't know what that is, that's going to be very hard for you because you don't want to try and figure that out in PA school, right? Because you should already know that because you're going to be under so much stress and so much of a time crunch, really, that you're not going to have time to figure out that, oh, hey, this isn't the best learning method for me. You're already a fourth of the way through the semester. You failed a couple tests. It's really hard to dig yourself out of that hole. It really, truly is. So figuring out how you learn and how to learn efficiently is going to be really important. For example... Some students like to rewrite their notes over and over again, right? I don't know about you, but if I had to rewrite a PowerPoint slide when I have 500 PowerPoint slides in a week over and over again, it would take me forever if you have to rewrite it like three or five times, right? And so you're going to have to figure what is more efficient than rewriting it four or five times, right? Is it the act of writing that helps it? Or is it the fact that you use different colors? Or is it the fact that when you're writing, you're studying? you got to figure out what works for you. So for example, maybe rewrite it once, but then only highlight or only rewrite the 
important aspects or the really, really hard things for you to remember, right? Same thing with listening. Some students like to listen to lectures over and over again if they've been recorded. Well, if you're in lecture for eight hours a day, just listening to the lecture once at night would take another eight hours, right? That's already 16 hours out of your day and you haven't really even studied anything else or slept or ate or anything, right? So some students, for example, might listen to it faster, right? So instead of listening it to normal speed, they'll listen to it two to three times speed. Or some students might listen to it some lecture on their way home on their drive, but once they get home, then maybe they move to a more efficient type of studying for them, right? So you've got to really figure out what works for you and you've got to do it. So for me, for example, I need to see things. So in lecture, I would always print out my notes, which I know is super old school, right? But if you print out six slides in the front, six slides in the back, you can be efficient with your printing, right? It doesn't take a whole lot of paper a lot of times. Um, and I would delete, you know, the title slides and kind of delete all those slides, right? So I would try and print out my stuff because that's the way I learn best because I need to look at it and I need to write on it. And so I would watch the lecture lecturing. I would take notes in different colors and I would highlight. I'd have my book out. And when things came from the book, for example, when figures or when charts came from the book, I would highlight those to make sure I go back and look at those. Because for me, Looking at a figure and understanding the chart or the graph, I learn a lot from that versus just from reading the paragraph over and over again, right? Because a lot of times these graphics summarize main points in the material. So for me, the visual learner, I really, really like to see that graph and kind of think about it, talk about it, roll it over my mind. And that helps me understand the underlying concept that they're trying to say in the book. Now, there are some people who don't learn that way. There's some people who are very auditory learners, right? They need to hear it instead of see it. So you have to figure out, again, which way you learn best, because you're probably going to have to learn in all ways in PA schools, and how to make it more efficient. So for example, if you like to take notes and make charts that are all organized, there's probably other people in your class that like to do that too. And it can take hours to make organized charts of every single disease. So maybe you get three friends and you guys each make 10 charts on the top 10 diseases, instead of each of you making 30, right? You each make 10 and then you share them with each other, right? And so use your other classmates, use efficient hacks. For example, uh, I love mnemonics personally, especially when it's things like memorization, like anatomy and those type of things. Like I still remember the mnemonics from PA school because they really, really helped me. That's how I learn. Now I went to PA school with a girl and it was so funny and she hated mnemonics because it didn't help her learn. It just confused her and that just, just didn't help her memorize things. But for me, I'm all about mnemonics. In fact, I still say sometimes in my head, I'm like, okay, and I'll go through the mnemonic to remember like what order the cranial nerves are in or something like that. So it can, it can be really helpful for me, but again, that might not work for you. So figure out how to be efficient, figure out how you learn, figure this out now before you get to PA school. And that's really going to help you become a successful student because I promise you, it's too late to figure it out then. Like students really, really struggle. And it's usually the first semester students struggle because it's new, because it's the first time you've done graduate learning. You're not used to this amount of material. There's, I mean, so many things that makes it hard. And if you're also trying to figure out how to study because you've never had to study before or how you learn, because again, you've never really had to study or figure these things out, it can just add more stress to you. So do yourself a favor now and figure it out, figure out how you learn best, figure out tips and tricks and hacks to make things a little bit quicker. Your future self will thank you. I promise you when you're PA school, you'll be so glad that you figured out how you learn, how to be efficient with your studying, because it really is truly going to help you succeed in PA school. 
And today's episode is actually sponsored by Picmonix. So if you don't know anything about Picmonix, I will link to the website down below. It is an amazing website that is to help medical students, PA students, pharmacy students, all kinds of pre-health and allied health students succeed in their classes. They have a specific PA bank which you can subscribe to and get help with your studies. So Picmonic was actually founded by actual medical students who realized that they were learning things and they needed to have this information for long-term memory. So if you're ever like me and you took anatomy in undergrad and you forgot all of it before PA school, this kind of stuff can really help you. So they use a multi-sensory learning platform that they say is great for all types of learners. So if you're a visual learner or if you are a kinesthetic learner, it's still for you. Everything is based on memory science. They use characters, they use stories, they use pictures and cartoons. And my favorite, they even incorporate mnemonics. I still go through my mnemonic when I'm trying to figure out the cranial nerves and I go back to what I remembered in anatomy in PA school. So the research that they have on memory science, they claim that their products help increase long-term memory retention of over 300% in students and test scores increased over 50%. They have over 300,000 students who've actually used this to help. They're medical students, PA students, all sorts of students. So if you're thinking, hey, I'm not in PA school yet, well, they still have tons of things on anatomy and physiology. So if you're still taking some of those undergrad classes, Picmonic might be right for you. If you're about to start PA school or you're in PA school right now and you're struggling to learn a large volume of material, it might be easier for you to go through some of the stories and some of the cartoons than it is to read over 50 pages of PowerPoint slides. So if you're tired of death by PowerPoint, definitely check out Picmonic, who is sponsoring this episode today. We will leave the link in the show notes. 